seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. song every time we hear it man. Of course, I, I really like it uh welcome ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in uh episode 66 of the stew kids podcast i am your co-host your boy ralphie you're kicking it with kai and it's bob barker or the prince of a size i'm cool with, i'm cool with oh for Sai. yeah okay and this is gonna be a one-stop pod for movies tv music video games and all things in out and around the nerve gentlemen COVID what up what up what up how we feeling today man good I'm just thinking about it. I can't wait to the day where it's no more COVID taps. Where I can just and we go back to LA. Yeah. Yes. See, you heard it here first. Do you start blowing kisses at people? Wow. No. I don't think I've ever blown a kiss at anybody. That's not true. No. Yeah, I'm I not, thought that's I'm... how you used to greet people before um, 2020. No. No. I, I, you're gonna tell me I've never seen you blow a kiss at somebody. No. Well, Kai's lying to you guys. Recall, recall it. To me. When was it? What happened? When was it? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready for the on the street? Yeah, let's get to it. All right, oh, before, before we do, um, so all day I've been seeing shit about GameStop. I've been seeing with the GameStop and the, and the stock pricing and um, Reddit and Wall Street Bets and Robinhood app and that uh, and you know them taking GameStop and AMC off the list and uh, and rich people are pissed off, poor people again are, are up right now. So G, you being our um, Stock and investing correspondent. I wanted I you like to that. tell us what is what is what has been going on right now because even with all the reading, I'm still very confused. All right, so um, it all started with this um, this one hedge fund company. There, what they wanted to do was they wanted to um, short GameStop, so that means buy a, a couple of um, bet against sh- it, <clears throat> bet against it in a way where they would buy a couple of calls that it would go up and sell them automatically. So then. The stock would then tank, and they would just basically. And that is called, correct me if I'm wrong. That's called uh, pumping and dumping. Yeah, basically, exactly. Yeah, like from Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're short the stock because when you think about it, all right, GameStop, they're not doing anything new. And when it comes to delivering our video games, most people download their video games nowadays. So it's like if you go to GameStop to buy a video game, it's usually for the hardware, or you probably pre-ordering it. So it's nothing new to the system. They're closing out stores. Um, nationwide so you know it's like why is it going up there should be no real reason for this so the average joe me and regular investors and what they call retail investors or mm-hmm. called the average your, your average investors um they everybody got together there's a whole bunch of chats and one of the biggest chat rooms is on reddit which is um wall street bets so um wall street bets everybody was like yo this hedge fund is pumping GameStop. let's keep pumping it so what the what the hedge firm wanted to do, they wanted GameStop to crash so they can file for bankruptcy, but the price kept going up, and because that price kept going up, they um the hedge fund they started losing billions and billions of dollars right. because all their bets were on margin as well. They weren't it wasn't it wasn't cash it was on margin, so now they need like a a hundred billion dollar bailout, and a bunch of billionaires are losing out on money. And so, you know, and so, so now think about it, right? So if you, you know, you're the Wall Street bets guy and you're somebody on Reddit on Wall Street and you're like, yo, GameStop went from like, what, like, let's say like $15 to now like what, high of like $400. Yeah. Like people became millionaires, mm-hmm. no cap. 
So think about it. If I did this once, why can't we do it again? Yeah. So then that's when people are like, all right, next target is AMC. Next target is Nokia. Like AMC and Nokia, those are two things I got into because I knew like history with AMC, they were getting 100 million cash inflection and Nokia is the leading, <clears throat> is the leading company with 5G technology and they're also... Um, are in works of a contract to have 5G in space. So I'm, I'm, everybody knows, okay, these are prominent companies. Mm -hmm. So they were like, all right, let's now dump our money in the AMC and Nokia and all this stuff. So as this was happening, the, the stock price was going up at an alarming rate. Like I looked at my Robinhood, my account went from literally like $700 to like 4K. Oh my like, God. Like, like just like that. It was crazy. Yeah. But when this happened, when I wanted to go sell my stock, there was a halt on the stock. So mm -hmm. I couldn't sell my stock at that share price at the exact time. I had to wait for it to drop for me to lose almost. I probably came home with... How is that legal? Like how, how, It's not. It's illegal. Yeah. That So what the SEE did was they put a halt on they put a halt on the stock because there was too much... Um, uh, what do you call it? Too much volatility. So basically, when you, when you look at a stock, you can see the average volatility. It might be... Um, like, the average value might be... 100 million people mm -hmm. but this time like amc was on a billion everything was on a billion right so it was just like at an astronomical rate and like poor people are getting rich yeah so so basically when rich people rich people do this shit day in and day out this is like their bread and butter so I'm, i mean what, what, what do you call it what did martha still go to jail for again um inside, inside trade. yeah the inside trade all the time yeah but now when it's not inside trading that's 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 well that's what i was going to say so basically mm -hmm. the the big issue here is now that kind of poor people or regular people have figured out the secret the secret sauce now they now they want to regulate now exactly. they want to yeah which exactly. is which is fucked up it's, and then I, I saw a good meme this shit was hilarious it said um poor people rich people always like oh poor people should just invest in their money yeah and, and then, then when poor people finally do oh no wait stop yeah because you know? they're, they're, they're now being bet against exactly oh, and um and it's just really crazy because now robin hood just and for me robin hood was a great platform because it was it was user friendly Great for beginners. And there's no other platform where I can use my money that I get off Robinhood directly out of a trade. And I can just go to my store and Apple Pay using my Robinhood money. Right. Without having to wait for it to go into my account. Okay. okay. You know, it, was, it was convenient. So, you know, it sucks. But, you know, I also have another platform as well. I use Webull also. So, mm. so like I just got to transfer my money. It is what it is. But, um, but it's crazy because peep, right? So, say if I had 50 shares of um, GameStop, right? Mm -hmm. And it's at $300. What Robinhood did to some people is they sold their shares without them, with without their consent. What? Yeah, there was somebody got an alert saying that, oh, my GameStop shares sold at $100 per share. Well, it was at like around $200. Wow. So it's, it's robbery. It's illegal. Yeah. And then now, and then now basically Robinhood has put freezes on AMC, Nokia, GameStop, um, SNDL, that's, that's a cannabis stock. And basically, if you have existing positions, you can you can keep them, but you can only close them out. You can't buy into the stock anymore. Wow! Like it's supposed to be a free market, right? Yeah. So it's literally the basis of our economy. <clears throat> yeah. So all this shit is illegal. Um, I'm sure thousands of people are filing class action lawsuits against I, I Robinhood. I actually read today that there was a class action lawsuit being filed against um Robinhood. And um, I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy. Uh, I, I find it crazy. I mean, I'm I'm. I, I'm upset, but I'm like I'm fortunate because I still took home some money. You can't always be greedy. But yeah, at the end yeah, of the day, yeah. it sucks when you know. And there's an obvious double standard here too. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. And, and and when you think about it, these are like regular people. These are people that you know, a because of Corona could have been out of work. 
Yeah. B needs something to pay their bills for next month. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I feel like? I feel like finance is one of those things where it's like the, the rich people or the people that are in it, they don't... I feel like what they do is maybe like not that hard. And like I said, correct me if I'm wrong. No. I feel like what they do is like very not is not that hard, but it was a very niche thing. It was like you know you were you were ed- you were educated in it, you went to school in it, like and you make thousands and thousands of dollars. Like Facts. that's what you got into if you wanted to be rich. Mm-hmm. Facts. And, and, even, and even the people that do it, they don't even want to do it for the rest of their lives. Yeah, most of them just do it for like five or seven years and get the hell out. And, and because of that, it, it's a very pretentious market. So it's like once you see people like essentially with day traders, or, mm-hmm. like you look at them and it's like, oh no 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 you. You you not you can't get in here like they did they're now acting as gatekeepers. Facts. Yeah. Yes, all the time. And the thing about it is, it, it's tough because the way stocks go up, you know, it can go up by news, you know, random things that happen in the world, and also when people buy into a stock. So if you're living people from buying into a stock, you cannot buy into that stock. So a lot of people feel like is what the, these hedge fund companies, these billion dollar people, you know, they're calling us the the SEC, tell them to put these freezes on it so they can buy in at the lowest of the lows. So mm-hmm. by the time it comes right back up, they they can maximize their profit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I realize that rich people don't ever want... Rich people only want poor people to become rich when it's on their terms. Yeah. Like... I, and they can keep it, right on the leash. We, we, yeah, we hear we hear people all the time, like successful people all the time say, oh, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But it's like... Yeah, in a way that makes you comfortable. But the second I start making money that conflicts with you or might put what you do at danger, now you got a problem. Facts. Yeah. They be ready to kill. Yeah, but uh, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. But is what the people did on Reddit illegal, though? No. It's not? That's like... For, all right, so so no, it's not because... <clears throat> let me not say no. Because, <laughs> let me not say no because I don't know who's behind Reddit. You know, I don't know if it's probably somebody that works... For a finance company. That's true. Because say if it's like a, a financial banker and he's sharing this information online, yes, that is illegal. Mm-hmm. But if these are just retail investors, no, it's not illegal. It's me telling, it's me giving you stock advice. But how do you how do you get information like that? Where like, like how did how did they get the jump on like on okay. the fact that GameStop was gonna go soaring up? Um, that was kind of like an inside thing that just kind of came up. Okay, that's the fact. That, that that that's how I, I I knew of it when um somebody said like oh the hedge firm like like I got information on the on the hedge fund and they're yeah. doing this da 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 that was kind of like oh they got the information from somebody right. like I don't know how true it is but there was also another post um some guy said oh I work at Robinhood in the tech department and um they just got a call from um the U S government saying to limit these stocks and and stop them and stuff like that I don't know that's how true. true that is but if that is true that's freaking crazy. That is insane. Like, uh, it's twenty twenty one, man. Yeah, crazy. First, the what, what? What do we call it when he when he stormed the Capitol building? Storming the Capitol building. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, storming the Capitol building, and now they controlling Wall Street, man. It's, it's crazy. I will say this, G. That was the best explanation of today. Yeah, you, I've, I've yeah. heard all day. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's confusing. I've been yeah. reading. I, I read. I saw YouTube videos. That was the best. Explanation when I when I tell you that this shit. This is actually this is taking over the internet more than the than the Capitol building shit. Uh, in my no, because this is all right. In fa- all fairness, the Capitol thing happened like in the afternoon. I, since eight a.m. when I woke up, this it's all day thing. It's been yeah. an all yeah. day thing. Yeah, yeah. this is it, every like IGN crazy. and like usually my sources are kind of separate. It's like mm-hmm. so from Instagram to IGN to Complex to and you know what I Forbes. The, 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 the like, fact that like I surround like from like nine from nine thirty to basically like two p.m. Yeah, I'm already surrounding myself in stocks 
So I didn't think, I, I'm like, yo, this is my world. Like, my world is crashing. I didn't think this shit was so big until I see things that I'm following on Instagram and, like, yeah. news channels following this stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, this is really real because this is, like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to sell my stock. You know, I'm talking to Justice. I'm like, yo, this it's not selling. It's not selling. Yeah. I'm Googling stock halted. And that, stock and halted. And that's when like, I knew this was what? a real. I knew it, it, was, it was hitting home for me because literally at the same time you were texting Jay Rich in our group chat, I'm mm-hmm. online seeing this shit. So I'm like, oh shit, like for the first time, like something I'm reading about is actually affecting somebody that I know directly. Facts. So it, it, yeah. it was crazy. I was supposed to come up. I was supposed to make rent three times over in one day. Mm. I'm sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. I didn't even know halting a stock was a thing until today. I didn't even know it was a thing too. I thought if it was just volatile or it crashed and yeah, it just crashed. But I, like, you can't stop it. I didn't know that. I went to, I went to, um, what, what do you call it? Um, C, C, what is it? CN? No. CSNBC, yeah, yeah, and it just redlined, so called by the SEC. That's crazy. And 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 then the chairman of the SEC put out a statement saying, "Oh, I will not tolerate any um, like slander or 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 talks about stocks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like you know, this will be highly investigated." But nobody's doing anything illegal. But you but you know what's crazy? Like for for there to be an entire uh, security and exchange commission, there's so many things that have not been in place as far as like finance wise and stock wise like back when the the financial crisis happened in 2008 um everybody was like yo why aren't these people going to jail what they were doing was illegal right. and the justice department was like um there's actually no legal statutes that said you can't do any of this shit we're gonna make them like the, lit- the market literally had to crash in order for them to put laws in place so it crazy, so man. it's crazy that our I mean our economy is over a hundred years old, but like this we're still figuring it out as we go along. You know what I mean? But ladies and gentlemen, that has been our uh, finance and stock correspondence. <laughs> now let's get back to the He's word a man on, of many talents. Definitely. Now let's get back to the word on the street. Yes, sir. Um all right, so let's get into it, man. The new Kong versus Godzilla trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Um, G, you just saw it, so I'm gonna ask you how, how do you feel about what's your reaction to it? All right, so before we started the pod, you have um, Godzilla uh, versus what? King, Godzilla, King of Monsters. King on. of Monsters. Right? Yes. I saw probably a good ten to fifteen minutes of it. Yes, That's sir. all I needed to see. Um, I got the gist of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> from, not much going on. Either. From this trailer, this movie looks thirty times better than that movie. Yeah, it could be. It does. It could be. It's a good trailer. I'll say that. It, it, it's a great trailer. The scene with the um when when they're when they're fighting on the ocean on top of the um the boat, the yeah. big carrier yeah. carrier boats. I feel like that that was fire. How does gorilla? I mean gorilla. How does the uh, King Kong stay on that boat, bro? Do you know what he does? a gorilla is, bro. <laughs> Fam, how do you? And this is my problem. With heavy the, for that. And this is my problem with the original King, Little King thing Kong. Little called density. How do you? How do you get King Kong sedated? And put him on a boat long enough to get him to. How do you get him into Manhattan, yeah, do the streets, and then into a building? No one sees him. Do you understand how tight the the, the buildings in Manhattan you need, are? You need gallons of tranquilizer. You have to. You actually have to build. You have to build a building around him. Yes. Yeah. That's you, a fact. You'd have that's to build it around him. Like, imagine how big that tranquilizer would be though to put him out. Man, that should be the size of the moon. Corona vaccine. <laughs> that's <laughs> but nah, but um, I mean. <laughs> Yo, seeing my man Godzilla with with the whole flaming breath, I mean that that is cool. I feel like alone that should be able to take out King Kong. Yes, you know. <sighs> but, but 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 I give this to you, Ralphie. Yo, you if don't have I to see, do that. If if yes. if no no, I'm gonna give it to him. If I see King Kong whirl his fist like Donkey Kong and Smash Brothers, yeah. and give him a big straight boom. So you think you think King Kong can beat Godzilla? I said 
of King Kong post. I mean, that's not what I asked you. No, 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 Just no. Answer I'm, I'm answering. You. I'm answering the way I want to answer. Go ahead. Of King Kong can use the B move like Donkey Kong can in Smash Brothers and charge it. <laughs> yes, he can knock down. King why? Why is it so impossible for you to believe that? <laughs> nah, nah, but in all, in all seriousness. I feel like the fact that my man has the atomic breath, yeah. that's, that alone should be able rock, to take it. Okay, but we... Rock, rock hard skin, uh-huh. like impenetrable skin. Right. Let's not forget, King Kong is still flesh and blood. We see him bleed. That's true. King Kong bleed. does not bleed. Yeah. And King and, and Godzilla has fought countless monsters. He is the king. Beat, beat a three-headed Hydra. <laughs> Murphed him. That's a has atomic power, Has atomic powers and now has like new like lava powers from... And he, he, he turns into a volcano, basically. He's a walking he, volcano. He can set off EMPs. And King Kong will. was killed by planes in a fear of heights. He was not a right. white woman. He was not killed by planes. The drop killed him. And a, and a, and a blonde dame. <laughs> it was Beauty that killed the beast. All right. So if Beauty can kill a beast. Think what that atomic breath will do, bro. I don't understand why you feel it's so impossible that a, a thousand foot tall look, 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 gorilla. Look, look. Have you ever seen a five foot tall gorilla? Of it will course. fuck you up, bro. R.I.P. Harambe. That's they, a fact. And they took his ass out real quick. OD. Real okay, quick. but a, a thousand foot tall gorilla is going to fuck up anything. On even Listen, the atomic breath is is, is a... It's it, OD. Rob, Rob, it's, a, it's a problem. Rob, I think you he will me, melt through his skull. Rob, I think you have me mis, misunderstood. I'm not saying that it's not going to be a fight. Like, I'm not saying he's going to wipe him out easily. I'm just saying that this movie loses all credibility if King Kong beats Godzilla. That's all I'm saying. They can give each other a run for their money. I'm with you. Quick question. <laughs> Who do you think would win in a fight? A mm-hmm. gorilla or a bear? Um, What kind of bear? Yeah. Grizzly bear. Grizzly bear. Yeah. Grizzly bear. And I'm talking about a full-grown gorilla, bro. I might say... Silverback. Uh, a gorilla is more agile, but a grizzly bear has more weight, I feel like. Yeah, for, for a fact. Um, I feel like the grizzly bear. I okay. feel like just... just as the weight factor. Mm. Not, not only the weight, just the, the weapons too, with the claws and the teeth. Claws is a problem. Yeah. It's like, I feel like just, just one good one good smack with a claw will have a gorilla flinching and after that it's kind of over. Well, the gorilla has the strongest um, upper body bite, bite force oh. of any animal in the world. Gr- really? really? Yes. Mm. Yes. Really? A gorilla has the strongest bite force of any Yo, animal. I learned something new from him. You're that welcome, ain't never bro. happened. That's crazy. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. Um, I agree with you. I think a grizzly bear would win because of the claws. I think it's just like too much of an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but a gorilla would put up a fight, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. A, a gorilla fight. is that's OD. very strong. And we are not advocating for the actual fighting of animals. I mean, all right, but back to the trailer, guys. Uh, Kai, how you feel about it, man? I thought it was a good trailer. Um, I yeah. like the music. I did. I was not a fan of uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I actually just watched it recently. Um, it's a bad script. It was a really bad it's script. A, I think it's a script. Yeah. yeah. Um. I didn't really care for the CGI, but I did like the monster fights itself. And I like the cast. I like who they got. They had a star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. And again, it looks like the same case. The cast is awesome. We have Kyle Chandler returning. We have Millie Bobby Brown coming back. We got our boy, uh, Paper Boy, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Paper Boy! Showing up. Um, How about that Paper Boy? I'm guessing uh, Charles Dance will make a return as well as the I'm villain. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I just, hope the, I just hope the script's stronger. I really like the cult. Uh, Kong Skull Island. I wish they would have brought back that director. That's a good movie. Yeah, that yeah, was a, that was a really fun movie. That was a good movie. Um, and I think this is going to be the last of the legendary MonsterVerse. After this, we don't need to see anymore because they're also not they're not doing that well financially. Like mm-hmm. King of the Monsters didn't really do that much, and it, mm-hmm. it was a two hundred million dollar movie. Right, um, and this is coming out on HBO Max. So. Yeah, but I mean, I was going to see this movie regardless, just because it's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So 
But it was a cool trailer. It got the job done. It showed me the cool parts that I need to see. The mm. CGI definitely looks a lot better than King of the Monsters. Yes. Just off the trailer. But yeah, it was a cool trailer. Nice. No, I agree with you guys, man. I wouldn't say I'm excited for this movie, but like you said, the fact that it's coming on HBO Max. Sign me up, bro. I'm going to be there. Oh, it's going to be on HBO Max? I bet. That's I'm a fact. It. Yeah. Bet, um, Before you go to the next topic. Sure, sir. Did WandaVision, is, is episode three out yet? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all watched it? Yeah. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna wait until the show's all wrapped up and then talk about it. Okay. Instead of just doing a week to week. Because I, I saw a little clip of it and episode three was like, all right, I might watch the show. Okay. It's it's a cool show so I'm, far. I'm hearing see episode four is where things get different. Good. Was so. it, I don't know if that was episode three, but it was with the um the police chief and she sees the barrier. Okay, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, that comes out like, tomorrow, matter of fact. Like once I saw that, I'm like, all right, I can watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, next on the list, speaking of Charles Dancer, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is going to have an animated series coming to HBO Max. Um, don't know how I feel about this one. It depends on like what kind of animation. I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not really craving some more Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. Same? I'm not missing it. I mean, I, I, yeah, same here, but I feel like... Kind of like like a Viking kind of. If it's the same era as Game of Thrones, it doesn't have to be the same characters at all. I think it's pretty cool. If it's probably a prequel. If it's a prequel with with my man with the sword, the um the sword of the door, the the no sword of the mo- sword of the morning. Yeah, if, it, yeah, if it's a prequel with him, I'm, I'm for it. Arthur Dane. My oh, Arthur Sir Dane. Arthur Dane. That'd be fire in the animated series. That's cool. That. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I agree with you. I don't think that we need any more Game of Thrones. I think it was, I think it was a time thing. You know what I mean? I was like, I, Game of Thrones was great for ten years or however long it was on, and it's it's reached its end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because it's animated. I'll let it go. You know what I mean? Animation is not as expensive as live action. Mm-hmm. Um, and HBO hasn't done an animated series since I think Spawn in the nineties. So it will be cool to be to see them do another animated series. Oh, sorry. They had that show Animals, but a real that don't count. Yeah, a real animated anime series. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what'll come of it. You know what I mean, animated blood, animated boobs. Who can be mad at that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's gonna be great because personally, the reason why I like Game of Thrones because it reminds me of so many anime that I watched in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, because of the, there won't be that tight budget restriction. We don't have to worry about saving dollars. We can blow up as much shit. We can put as many dragons on screen. That's you true. don't have to worry about any of it, like looking fake. Exactly the whole the whole mystical element of it can, it can be really shine. Like yeah, and I'm, and like you said, I'm interested to see what kind of animation style it utilizes. Because mm. if it goes like if it's like Castlevania vibes, I can fuck with it. Or like I was gonna say, I don't know. Obviously, the animation studio is not gonna do it, but like Avatar: The Last Airbender, like that kind of anime, Legend like, of Korra. Yeah, Legend of Korra and all that. Like that would be fucking cool. Like that very hand drawn style. Yeah, like that would be really dope. Yeah. Oh, that gives me. That just gave me an idea for my put me on. Thank you. As long as Triple D Brothers not involved, I think they're done. Pulse. And get J, J G. Yeah, no, the Triple D Brothers. That's that purposely. Nah, um, and the uh, as, as if George R R Martin is also involved, that'd be cool with that too. And I think because he should be. Wait, we don't like the Triple D Brothers because they did season. They they, they, they did des- destroyed season. season eight. Destroyed it. That was, that was that was um how many seasons were they, were they directing Game of Thrones? They did all of them, but the problem, the thing was, they were following George R R Martin, which is the original author's like blueprint. Season eight was like pretty much season seven and eight was pretty much on their own. It was oh, well, it was man. it was all bullet points as opposed to actual source material. Right. Yeah. And they, once they got to that point, we kind of realized like, oh, maybe they're not as good as we thought. It was just all George R R Martin was like <laughs> writing. That, that's which is that's not what happened. The, the story. 
But they they still write the dialogue and everything else. Like they still write the show. Don't care, bro. CCA is trash. It is. Uh, All right. Yeah. It is. It's so my problem with it. So I don't like them. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm just let's let's not say oh the show was only good because of George R. R. Martin. They did the heavy lifting. Could you adapt that show? I could have. No, you can't. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of some more animation, we're staying in the uh, subject. Yeah. Tomb Raider and King Kong are going to have an anime coming to Netflix. Separate. Like, it's Separate. not going to be home. Oh, yes. It's yeah. not going to be a Tomb Raider and King Kong anime. Oh, it's not? Oh, those, uh, that sounds more interesting, to be uh, honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to sign up <laughs> Who wins that fight? Uh, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Croft. <laughs> all she got to do is dye her hair blonde. That's fine. She, <laughs> she was a blonde wig. She good. She's good, bro. She murking. Start flashing the boobs again. She can I'm do not going to you. Tomb Raider anime? Could probably fuck with it. Yeah. See. No, no, I like this idea. I like the Tomb Raider, bro. I don't know about King Kong, bro. I don't want to watch fucking yeah, King Kong. I don't want to watch King Kong. Because yeah, it's still going to be about the humans. It is. And I don't want to watch that. I'm sorry. Because, yeah. and then what is it? The humans are going to be stuck. How many seasons does that go for? They're going to be stuck on the island forever? It's going to be lost with, with King Kong? With King Kong. <laughs> Um, I do like the I do like the whatchamacallit, um Laura Croft. Laura Croft. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yes. Um I hope Camilla Loddington, who does the voice for her in the video games, comes back because she does I'm actually playing Sh- Shadow of the Tomb Raider right now. Um mm-hmm. she does an excellent job as, as Laura Croft. So I like my girl Alicia Vikander, man. She's coming back for a sequel. They're making a sequel. I'm, I'm gonna watch just to watch her. Uh I I didn't watch the the, the first one she was in. It's I saw, all right. I saw bits and pieces of it. She's beautiful, so I just watch it. Okay. You're shallow. That's not shallow. That is shallow. Watching watching a movie only because the actress is attractive as shallow. Yeah, women do it all the time. Rafi, that's That's shallow. 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 You did that for Michael B. Jordan. No, for Creed two. Stop it. Wow. Wow. You only liked him watching movies because you're gonna gonna play in that. You're gonna play into that. Or was Creed not a good movie? I didn't watch Creed two. Was I, bro? All right, it's a good movie. You know I didn't Eh. watch any of them. You didn't watch any Creed. Mm -hmm. You should watch the first. You didn't watch the first. You should watch the first. The first. first Pretty good movie. I should. But you won't. Wait, where's it's on HBO Max? Nope. No, is it? No, no it's not. No, no it's, it's, not. Not. it's not. It's not. It's not for me. You should watch it, man. It's not bad. But uh, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider is good. Um, yeah, Tomb Raider is cool. King Kong, eh, I could pass on it. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Because Godzilla has an anime on Netflix. This is true. Um, next on the list, Spy Kids. I remember that old, uh, that old Spy Kids. Wait, wait. Movie. I'm sorry. Before you go to the Spy Kids, do you remember that old Godzilla show though? That was came on like Fox Five. Of course. That was fire. You're talking about the one that was tech. It was technically a sequel to the Roland Emmerich movie. Yes, and it was about the last egg that survived that explosion in Madison Square Garden, and mm-hmm. it grows up to be Godzilla. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. and then Godzilla actually fuck with the group of teenagers or whatever the case may be. They had to call him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember fire. that one, and I remember the old old school one with the Godzilla. That used they used to play the uh, the radar, and he would come up from the ocean. Yeah, I remember that one. That was the old. That one, one was fire. I remember that too. one. Yeah, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, next on the list, like I was saying, Spy Kids, the old uh, movie franchise by Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. with my boy Antonio Banderas as the father, and um, Carla Gugino as the mom. That's right, that mm-hmm. is Carla Gugino. Yes, good catch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being rebooted by again Robert Rodriguez for Netflix. Um, for Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. It's just being rebooted. Just re- being rebooted. Yeah, I think it's just being rebooted. Um. How do you feel about this, guys? I mean, for me, it was the first one, the first two. Actually, the first three, because the third one was with the, the video 3D. game one with Spy, uh, Spy Kids 3D. As as a kid, I liked all three of those movies. Same. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I especially, I really enjoyed the first one when um, uh, they microwaved the McDonald's. Yeah, the, the I wanted the, the, yeah, yeah. want that so bad. They I thought the, that was they, so cool. They put the little pack in the microwave. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was mad cool. But yeah, I, I enjoyed the first three. Steve Buscemi was the villain. 
That's was he? The, nah, he wasn't the villain. He's a scientist. But he was. Oh, like, he wasn't a villain. He wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was in it. He was there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like the first three, but do I need a reboot, bro? I, I don't know. Um. You know what? This is a reboot. I'm okay with. Um. I I, I want to see. I, I would prefer a sequel to see what happens, like Junie Cortez. And well, that's the what. Well, the well, that's what I think. Well, that's what I think it's gonna be. I think it might be like they might be adults because they're growing up now, and it yeah. might be centered around their kids. I think I'll I, watch that. Yeah, I think I think I think that that'll be something cool. Did you watch the one with Jessica Alba? No, the fourth one. There's I think? a fourth one. There's a fourth one. No, I never watched. Stay it, far man. away from it. Yeah, yeah, only the original trilogy matters. Um, and as we can see from episodes of The Mandalorian, Robert Rodriguez, he still knows how to direct. He does very very well. Yeah. Um, it's just so fucking ridiculous that Uncle Machete in these fucking movies yeah. is the same machete, machete that is like cutting people in half. And banging broads in like his solo movies, machete. and that's like continuity. Like, yes. how is Machete a fucking in the same universe as my kids? It's ridiculous. But only, and I want I want uh, Quentin Tarantino to make a cameo. Their best. Oh, friend. that's cool. Yeah, they're, they're best that. friends, so he needs to either help write the script or make a cameo or something. That'd be great. I'd be cool with that. Gee, how about you, man? Did you watch Spy Kids as a kid? Yeah, I did. How'd you like him? It was cool, but I'm gonna leave it where I was at. Okay, I could leave it in my in my child. I believe that. I don't really need to. I'm sure. Much. I mean, when, once they got to the 3D one, I kind of thought it was getting played out, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But um, Spy Kids 1 and 2 was fire. Especially the one where they were trapped on the island, and the shit was really weird. That's too the Island of Dreams? Island, yeah. Island of Lost Dreams? Yeah. That, that, that was scary. I like the third one, man. I like the third one, too. Game over. Yeah, and then um, freaking Khan comes back as the grandfather. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 oh, Ma- uh, Montalban. Yes, yeah, yeah. Ricardo Montalban. It's yeah, the yeah, grandfather, yeah. and he comes back with which the legs. Ma- yeah, 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 right. And uh, which one call it is uh, um is the villains. Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester Stallone. bro. I, I, I like the I like the third one. Man. Going, that's yeah. just me personally. I like it. It's it's cool. I like my man goes rogue. That that that's my favorite part about Judy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, I mean, it's cool. Leaving my childhood. You know what? I, what I really that's appreciated cute. about those movies, like I appreciated that the main kids in that was were Hispanic. Or Latino, like, that is true. Though. At, at, at that time, as a kid, like for some reason, that just like even though I'm not really Latino or anything, but like it, it did resonate. I was like, oh, it's it's cool that there's some inclusion in here. So, yeah, I agree for for a kids franchise. So that was dope. I I, I like the movies, man, but yeah. I agree with G, man. Just leave it with it. You know what? I trust Robert Rodriguez that he wouldn't bring something back unless he had a really good idea for it. I'll be honest, man. I'm not the biggest Robert Rodriguez fan. No. Okay. I I think he's good at what he does. Listen, you know, once you make it to a certain st- like stage in, in your career, like he's obviously good. It's just not for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I think this is a good idea. Like, oh. I don't think he would bring it back if he just didn't have anything in the tank. Uh, do we know that? We'll see. It's back at four. Did he even direct it? Who cares? It's his, it's his. He probably produced it. Let's find out. He probably produced it. Um, while you get to that, there's mm-hmm. one bit of news that we didn't put on the outline, sir. Talk about it. Harry Potter is going to be coming out with a live action TV series on HBO Max. Yes, you were correct. Um, I don't know about y'all. That's huge for me, bro. If they bring back, because what I would like to see, and I, I heard some rumblings about like, oh, maybe being a prequel star, uh, being about like Voldemort or being about like Dumbledore's past. I want to see more stories about the like the three people, which would be Hermione. Uh, Harry Potter and obviously and um, Ron Weasley. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said him in that order, but sure. Uh, I think that'd be so dope. Not Cursed Child. Cursed Child is the one that you saw, you know, as a play or whatever. Of course. Don't really want to see that um, as a TV show. That should be a, a movie, maybe a two-part movie at, at best. Mm-hmm. But as far as a TV show, I want to see like Harry as an aura. Do you know what an aura is? Um, 
I forgot. Did you ever watch uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? No. Okay. Basically, Aura is like a, a cop for the magical world. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. I, and Harry does become Aura when, as he gets older. Mm-hmm. Um, and so does Hermione, if I'm not mistaken. Ron does something else. I want to see them get to an adventure again. And I would like an eight-part like. You season. think they'll use the same actors? Yes, I think they should. If you're going to use an adult Harry, you sh- you have to use Daniel Radcliffe. And you have to use uh, Emma Emma. Watson. Emma Watson. I thought Emma Watson. I don't know why I thought it was... I was going to say Emma Thomas. Emma Watson and Rupert Grint. You have to use these three people. That's what bro. you call his wife. Who? That's uh, Christopher Nolan's wife. Emma Thomas is... Oh. Yeah. Anyways. Not important. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think you have to use the original trilogy. Throw in Draco Malfoy. It's a shame we're not going to get uh, Snape back, but I, I think you have to use these three original cast members. For why, sure. you can't, why you can't get Snape back? He died. He passed away. Rest in peace. The, the, the actor that played Snape passed away. So, and I think... Rest in peace. Don't even... Well, and he died in the movie as well. So, can't get him back. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be funny. I forgot about way, that part. But I didn't know he passed in real life. Yeah, he did. And, um, but yeah, no, I, I love this idea. I think it's fantastic. And I think, you know, if HBO Max really wants to, like, sell their product, make it HBO, uh, a Harry Potter series. People will come People flocking to HBO Max. That's a fact. Flocking to it. Dude, eat that shit up. What you think about this, man? Um, I like the, I like the idea of of the Wizarding World coming to television. I thought it was only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always had an idea of what I would wanted it to be. Obviously, I highly doubt it'll ever come true, but I always want I always like the idea of like a show that took place like maybe two or three generations removed from the original series, and it would focus on like four friends from each of the different houses that actually become friends like outside of their houses, and then each each season or whatever they uncover mysteries that are going around Hogwarts or whatever and um you would have characters that would show up from the originals or like like Harry's kids could be like professors at the school or something like that they could tell stories about their dad and stuff like that I, I thought that would that would be interesting but who knows what this will be about yeah um but whatever it is I'm sure I'll probably watch yeah don't, don't get me wrong it's not stated as what it's going to be about it's just that there's going to be a show coming to HBO Max yeah and I love this idea man I really do well I know, yeah Whatever it'll be, I'm sure it'll be very expensive. It's gonna and be the best thing on HBO. Oh. It's it's gonna be the it's gonna be the Harry Potter show, whatever it's about. Then the Sopranos, The Wire, and then Game of Thrones. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> you, don't, you don't agree? No, you're setting yourself up for disappointment, sir. Yeah, Harry Potter's great, bro. Yeah, but Fantastic Beasts doesn't. I like no, I like the first one. Okay, I like the first one. You haven't even watched it yet. I watched some of the first Fantastic. You didn't watch the whole thing. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Nah, it's good. It it's good. You turned it off. Yeah. You violated. I don't like you shouldn't it. have turned it it's off. It's not good. I don't like it. It's just it just didn't have the Harry Potter magic. It's, it's, like, it's like Harry's a zookeeper. <laughs> Harry's not even in it. He's not in it. It's not about him. It's a prequel series. <laughs> I mean, I can't say it's a prequel. So then, why is the guy that plays Harry? Why, why is he in it? He's not in he's it. He's not in it. Oh, he's not. No, no. he's not in it. Oh, I'm thinking of Eddie Redmayne. I like Eddie Redmayne. He's cool. Brian hates him. Does he? He didn't like him in the movie. But he was like, why does he move like that? <laughs> why does he talk like that? That is something Butter would critique him on. Of course. But it's just but it's just Butter, man. We are ready for the main topic of the week. Yeah, let's get, yeah, to, let's it. get to it. Alright, man. So uh how do I introduce this, man? Well basically, we haven't really talked about comedies enough on this channel, on this podcast. We do, but it's always in passing. It's never been the focus of, of an episode. Correct. So yeah, we, I guess we talk about them in passing, or we sprinkle them into different um, yeah episodes that we have, main yeah, topics yeah, yeah. that we have. Um, but now we want to dedicate a whole episode to not just classic comedies, which you could do another day, I suppose. Yeah, we're going to talk about underrated comedies that you know people have gone under the wayside, people kind of forgot about, and we're here to 
put them back into the spotlight. Yes, sir. We're going to put y'all on to some underrated comedies. And I'm sure most of you guys have heard about these anyway, but fuck it. We just want to talk about them. That's right. So this is what we're here for. We're here to give you guys comedy. We're here to talk about stuff that you guys probably already like and know about <laughs> and gush yeah. over it. Nah, but some of these you know, people will be like, oh shit, I forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into it, man. Yeah, let's get to the shit. First on list, mm-hmm. I'm glad we started with this because uh, I, I love this place. Yeah, and I love this movie. <laughs> uh, Harold and Kumar go, go to White, White Castle. Castle. Yes, yeah, sir. Man. What drew me in about this 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 uh, cast was like, all right, we got a we got a we got a Korean guy and a, an Indian guy. I was like, this. I just at the time I just thought it like, like IT support. Hey, that's fucked up. Wow. <laughs> at the time I was just like, huh. That, <laughs> so it was a geek squad commercial. That's crazy. Like, and I didn't know who either of these actors were. So, like, that was that was. I was like, how do I know that these guys are funny? No, I feel like I, I recognize John Cho from something before. I, I, yes, I remember. He was, was, he's a comedian. Nah, he's no? not a comedian. What was he in? Prior he was, to he that? was in. He was in. Um, I knew he was in uh, American Pie, but I didn't see American Pie until after these. Nah, it was something else he was in. But um, anyway, like that drew me in, and I was just like, huh? Harold and Kumar go to White. This sounds dumb. And I remember sitting yeah. down with my dad and watching this movie and it was fucking hilarious. Ryan Reynolds is in this movie for, for like a half half a second before he was like famous Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a story about these two guys try, try to get to a White Castle and end up going on like the craziest fucking adventure of, of a lifetime is just hilarious to me. And it was like from the wildly absurd shit, like even through the wildly absurd shit, like fucking riding a cheetah in, in this movie <laughs> oh, yeah. to, hang, to hang gliding and escaping from the cops. Like, you kind of wish every time like you step out of your door, I feel like you kind of wish for like a night like this, where it's like, all right, things don't go according to this plan, but you end up having like a great time, and it just ends up being an adventure. Like, I, like I love all the tangents that they go on. Like, they're supposed to be going to uh, to White Castle, but then they end up stopping at uh, at Princeton for a party, and and they get trapped in the bathroom with these two girls that like shit that are like, oh. in this, and they're like, do you want to play battle shits? And they just start shitting. <laughs> and they were supposed to have sex with these girls and they're just like yeah we're not gonna bang them <laughs> it's just a raunchy dirty comedy but like it's fucking hilarious like I, I love this movie and um Escape from Guantanamo Bay which is also a fantastic sequel too which gets even like crazy and wilder and I don't know call me old fashioned but like this was I know it sounds cliche but like this was back when like you, the jokes in this movie they were pushing the envelope like not only just with the, not only just with the race jokes and stuff like that, but just like with everything that they were doing, it's like a lot of humor that you don't get nowadays. I guess because humor has to be smarter, smarter now. It's like, but this was back when we could just get dumb humor. Like this is that dumb South Park esque. I was gonna say this is like the, the South Park, the um, celebrity death match. Yeah, celebrity death match. And John Cho and Cal Penn's chemistry as friends is just so believable. Like you, not nah, you think they're like, best friends. Yeah, you, they That's feel the like be- like this movie only works because they feel like best friends, mm-hmm. and like you could believe that these two guys were roommates and that they can hand- hang out with each other. But, but, but I can't even repeat half of the jokes in this movie because I'd have to edit it out. But it's just it's just so funny. <laughs> Fair enough, I'll fair tell enough. you off air, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, um, but now, nah, as you were saying, I feel like this uh, movie just set the precedent for movies like Super Bad, yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the it, it was what year was this? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah, I, I feel like we were coming towards the cusp of that, like the edgy, edgy comedy it was like this mm-hmm. was this was its peak. After this, like thing things that like comedies are still funny. Like you still yeah, have hate, like hate crimes didn't exist before. That. That's not true. 
But there's a part where they're like, yo, we're driving through Cannon, New Jersey. And they see a, they see a, they see a, a, another Korean guy and another Indian guy. And it's like, oh my God, those guys look just look just like us. And these bunch of dudes come out and start beating the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dudes look at them in the car and they stop. And then they go back to beating the shit out of them. It's like, drive, motherfucker, drive. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> also, I didn't know shit about New Jersey, and this movie educated me about neighborhoods and towns in New Jersey. So Jersey sucks, bro. It does. <laughs> now we're talking about Jersey. Can we move on to the next one? <laughs> yeah, Please, Jesus. Um, accepted. I've actually never seen this one. I know the premise. I know that it's about a fake college <laughs> that people start going to. I don't know how that happens. Gee, I'm guessing you uh, have seen this before? Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, um, I, I seen this. This was one of those movies I was also too young, for, too young to see. I probably shouldn't see at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I went me and my man Justin. My mom brought our tickets, and she was like, "Yo, go watch the movie." And I'm glad she wasn't there because I felt I would have felt embarrassed watching this very, movie. With my mom, very responsible. <laughs> but um, this movie actually really got me excited for college, and like was just like, "Oh shit!" Fake college. Like, I mean, yeah, it was fake college. My man, the main character, he didn't get into college, so what he did, he had his man's draw up a, um a fake acceptance letter. Um, the real college was like Har- um, Harmon, which was like the H- Harvard of the movie. And then he went to South Harmon. This was a, a branch <laughs> of, yeah. of, of the college. And um, it, it was cool. Well, he, he made, made his, his own, own college. He right? made his own okay, college, okay, yeah. Okay. And um, move-in day, basically, mom and dad are coming in. And what he did was he um, he he found an abandoned um, mental asylum. Clean, <laughs> clean like the hallway in a couple of rooms. Yeah, it was like, yeah, mom, this is the college is where I'm staying. So my man was really staying there until people until what happened was the website looked legit. So people applied were applied to, to it. <laughs> and they got to accept this letter. Oh, so God. the next morning, it's just a whole bunch of students waiting to get in. Yeah. So like he's just like, yo, like what the fuck is going on? Mind you, everybody has a tuition money too, ready. So he's just like, oh shit, I guess we're making a college. So um, he finds a random um, I, I don't even I want to look at the um, the cast list because oh yeah, Louis Black's in here too. So okay. yeah, yeah. So he finds Louis Black. Louis Black, I think he works at the mall or something, and he's like, yo, I need you to come and be a professor. <laughs> That's funny. So he's so he's really teaching. So everybody's making up their own classes because their curriculum is was basically a whiteboard. And he said, whatever you guys want to do, write it on the board. So <laughs> it's like um. ATVing, um, skateboarding, um, watching girls in the pool, blowing up things on my mind. Like, these yeah. are all classes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, like, this is cool. But the premise of the movie is basically, like, you know, college is a place where everybody's different, but everybody comes together to kind of, like, you know, learn about themselves and realize what's important and what's really not. And, um, no, it, it was cool. It was heart, it was heartwarming, and it was hilarious as fuck. And, um... It was it was honestly probably one one of my favorite movie one of my favorite movie experiences. I cannot lie because it was like walking into a movie not knowing what you expect what you expect and then it was it was great. So um, yeah, I, I feel like not a lot of two people you know really bring up accepted too much, but um, check it out if you haven't seen it. Nice, bro. Um, and next on the list we got Road Trip. Yeah, um, I actually don't know if it's that underrated. It made a lot of fucking money at the box office. <laughs> made one hundred and twenty. It's been million. forgotten about. Yeah, say that. but. What I didn't know, it was directed by future Joker director Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Um, this was actually one of the first like real raunchy movies I remember watching as a kid. Like I might have been like nine or ten at the time. And it's basically about a kid at college who This is his first movie directed. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a debut. Um it's basically about a kid who's in a long distance relationship with his girlfriend 
and he cheats on her and records it and accidentally mails it to his girlfriend. So he now has to go on a road trip in order to beat her, uh, beat the tape to re- beat the tape there, so his girlfriend doesn't find out that he slept with another girl. Another girl. What's good with this man? <laughs> Bugging out. Yeah, this movie just had like, like I said, it was one of the first like real raunchy comedies that I ever watched. Like. I probably have to watch it again because I probably didn't even catch all the jokes. Like right. I just remember there just being like a lot of shit jokes, a lot of nudity, um, and just like throwing the condoms and shit. And like at the time, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. But one thing I did remember was just like, "Yo, this road trip looks crazy." Like the mm-hmm. whole idea of like taking your friends and getting on a like getting on a bus or getting in a car and just driving for like thousands of miles. It just it looks like it would have been a fun time. Yeah. Now thinking about it as an adult, it probably is hell. Just being stuck in a car for how many hours? Yeah. But just the the hijinks and everything that they go on is was was hilarious to me. But yeah, this this was this was a great one. Like I said, some of that early two thousands comedy, real raw, raunchy, yeah. don't give a fuck. Um, I just remember this one disgusting scene with um, DJ Qualis or whatever his name last name is, and he's at a he's at a diner, and the guy's like, "Excuse me." Um, I didn't want any powdered sugar on my waffle. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me take that off for you. He takes it in the back, <laughs> licks it, <laughs> sticks it in his ass, rubs it in his ass crack. Oh, God. And farts. <laughs> and <laughs> and cool. then takes it out and slaps it back down. At- <laughs> yo, that's worse than waiting. Yo, and then that's the so kid, deep. Yo, and then the kid eats it. Mm, so good. That's and, gross. And from that moment... Ever since then, I've never complained about my food ever. That's disgusting. That's so oh my god, that's gross. <laughs> but it was, but um, it's being told by Tom Green, who's like narrating the story, and like he's like like he's a pervert, so like he just in, <laughs> so he just inserts like shit that did that has nothing to do with the story. So there's literally a scene that takes place in a women's shower, and they're all naked, and she's like, and they're talking, and someone interrupts like, excuse me, um, women don't sit around and just talk to each other naked. He's like, yes, they do. Do you want me to continue the story or not? And at the end of the movie, because he's he's a, he's an orientation leader. At the end of the movie, that's great. That's OD. At the end of the movie, he's making out with one of the student with one of the students' moms, and he's like, "Mom," it's like Shh. he's just waving them off as the credits roll. <laughs> that's OD. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this this was a great one for me. Oh man, I gotta watch that. Uh, yeah, I gotta check. Yeah, this road, out. road trip is a real funny one. Nice. Um, next on the list is a movie we've actually talked about a lot in depth. Uh, but I feel like it's still underrated, man. Yeah. The Nice Guys. Yeah. Uh, directed by Shane Black, starring, of course, Ryan Gosling, and Russell Crowe. This is a funny-ass movie, bro. Yeah, well, I feel like we talk about it a lot, but we don't talk about how funny it is. Like, just the physical comedy. Yeah. Like, the part where... And I don't know how he's able to do it. I don't know how many shots it takes. Um, but the part where um, Russell Crowe finds him in the bathroom and he's on the toilet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to fall for that again. I got a gun, motherfucker. And, mm-hmm. the, and he keeps knocking the door loose and he has to like keep catching with his foot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you film? Like, how does he, how was he able to drop the cigarette at the same time, watch yeah. it, keep the door open and keep kicking it for mm-hmm. for that all to work? Like, and it's right. funny. Yeah, no, there's a lot of funny stuff. When he breaks Ryan Gosling's arm and like the yeah. sound he's like, <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Um, the banter between him and his do- Ryan Gosling and his daughter. Is I love yeah, his, daughter his daughter's is, great. Yeah, his steals the great. show for a lot of the scenes. Yeah. Um, the, the, the scene with Chet. I'm oh, Chet. Uh, you want to see my dick? Want to see my dick? Got a pretty big dick. Twenty dollars. Say, kid, nobody wants to see your dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do. I have to worry about my daughter dating the fucking Chet's in the world. <laughs> um, I love the scene where um he rolled down the bottom of the hill and he's right next to the dead body. And he's like, Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> when he can't speak. <laughs> 
Uh, one of my favorite scenes too is like um, when they're in the elevator. They look to the right. No, excuse me. They get out the elevator. Oh, and they see the dude. Yeah, and they yeah, see yeah. the dude get it. This dude is a body. People left and right because they're tr- they're trying to stop like a. Not a murder. I forgot. The They're trying to interrupt a meeting. Interrupt a meeting, and this dude is murking people. This guy's dying in like the end of the hallway. So they're just like, "Oh, we're gonna get right and back." They just in the- right back in, and then and then they look to the right, and someone literally gets thrown out of a window. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Ryan Gosling just starts shaking, and it's it's well, so funny. Man. That's the this movie. It's physical comedy is probably like the the star of it because like a lot of the this it's not like the movie really tells funny jokes. It's just that the fact that like. The way the characters behave is just funny. Because mm-hmm. I think if you take the script and you put it in a hands of somebody that wants to do something serious with it, you could have told the same story. It just right. wouldn't have been funny. But it's like getting Ryan Gosling to act funny. And then uh, Russell Crowe just pretty much being a straight man. Right. It's just like, that's what, what the genius of the comedy is in it. Yeah, this is a funny one. Yeah, I'm not going to get rid of all, all the, the funny gags in it. But like, if you, have you, haven't, if you haven't watched The Nice Guys and you listen to this podcast... This that's my put me on section. Watch the nice guys. Yeah, ASAP. Yeah, that, that is a movie you should watch ASAP. It should bro. be on HBO Max too. Is it? If it is, I'm watching it probably today. Yeah. Cause, cause Don't you have it on DVD? So what? <laughs> so you just gonna stri- <laughs> well, I'm gonna watch it on my laptop and put it on the TV at the same time. Cause why not? Oh my god! I'm, I'm meaning to watch La La Land recently. Double the Ryan, too. double the pleasure. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> didn't double the Ryan, double the fun. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so fun now, is it? No, nah, no, nah, it's not fun. I don't like that. I don't like the jokes. Alright, um Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping. Also known as the Lonely Island movie. I've never known anything about much about Lonely Island except that they're on S- that they're on SNL. D- these are the, the parody boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on a boat. Yes. Right. Um But yo, as a as a fake documentary, this movie is fucking hilarious. Oh, like obviously oh. it's based off it's it's spoofing um uh Justin Bieber's Never Say Never. But okay. the character that um, Andy Samberg is playing is so fucking ridiculous. And the music numbers, like, have me on the floor. Like, the funniest one is he tries to do, like, what Macklemore did, which was he came out with, like, the song about being gay, but he's not gay. So he does that, but he takes it to the next level because, like, he's, he's putting out a gay anthem but has to let everyone know that he's not gay at the same time. <laughs> so as long as you guys got... We got to put it on. It's <laughs> just like... I've never seen. He's it. like, I love everybody that's gay, but I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, being gay, that's okay, but that's not me because I'm not gay. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Because it's a gay pride anthem, but he has to let everyone. And he, but he's the only reason he's doing it is so that he can be uh, accepted in every community, mm-hmm. and he can be seen as an open artist. But <laughs> it's an equal rights scene. Yeah. Um, and then they have this. They have this other. He's on SNL. The black. The black kid. He has the bald head. Um. I'm drawing a blank right now, but he played Jay Farrow. No, 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 not Jay Farrow. And not Michael Shea. No, he's the other one, the third black guy on us. Third black guy, not you, Keenan you, Thompson. Not Keenan Thompson. So there's a fourth black. Guy. Yeah, there's a fourth <laughs> black. Guy. I don't know. Sorry, Keenan Thompson. You are the num- you're the first black. Guy. Oh, I'm 100. Yeah. Um, but he he plays a Tyler the Creator type that like just steals his entire show as his opening act, and he ends up losing. He ends Chris up. Red? Is that him? Is it this who right here? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He play. He essentially plays like a... He's the forgotten black dude on his SNL show. Oh, whatever, bro. <laughs> He's never on the, the sketches. Go but, ahead. But um, he plays a... He plays a... Uh, like a Tyler the Creator type that ends up being his opening act because they need an urban act. But then he ends up becoming more... 
It, this movie's ridiculous, but it Damn, pl- they must have had a lot of cast in this movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a star well, set. Well, Andy Samberg is a former SNL guy. So. Yeah, but it's like it, there's a lot of SNL. There's alone. a lot of cameos too. Yeah, it's a lot of cameos in it. Oh, but but that's what ma- that's what makes it so great because it's treated like a real documentary, like it's filmed like a documentary and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's all fake and it's just hilarious. So definitely check. And this one's really underrated because they didn't make a lot of money. But it's okay. but it's fucking hilarious. So definitely check yeah, this out. Sarah Silverman is even in here. Mm-hmm. Pop star never stop, never stopping. <clears throat> Where can we watch this? Uh, I remember seeing it on HBO Max on HBO back when it was HBO Go. Mm-hmm. Um, check X- HBO Max. It might be there. I'm gonna check it. Yeah, sounds good. Next on the list, Osmosis Jones. Yes, sir. I think this is might be the most underrated. On the whole list? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't talk... Like, this movie kind of came in and faded out. I think the next one on the list is the most underrated. I'm going to keep it about to me. Mm. As time progressed, yes, I feel like this movie has become more and more underrated. But you know what? Even when it was released, I feel like it was still... No. I, I don't know. Because even when Osmosis Jones was released, I feel like it was only... It wasn't just kids that, that were going to the movies. Adults also enjoyed it, too. Yeah. Well, and this movie underperformed at the box office. Like it, on a budget of seventy million, it only made fourteen. So, oh shit! It, yeah, damn. it lost a lot of money. Yeah, it bombed. Damn. Yeah. And they even made a sequel. They did the show. Oh, it was it a was show. Ozzy and Drix. That was on Channel Eleven. And then they were like cops, right? Well, of course they were cops. Yeah, yeah, they, were cops. yeah they were solving crimes. But yeah, like just that. just yeah. the idea of having a detect telling a detective story, a cop story from inside, inside someone's body. body, is fucking genius and. Judge me if you want, but every time I get a cold, I imagine that's that there's some little white blood cell in my body is trying to solve the case. Like, why is this motherfucker sick? No, I feel you. Like, like, like it, it, it was just dope. And, like, the villain the villain was a, was a dope villain. I don't know who. Uh, Keith David, I think, uh, voiced it him. Voiced the... Oh, what was he, like, a cold or something? Yeah. The, a virus? Or no, he, no, he was a, no, he was a virus. Oh, it was Lauren Fishburne. Okay. Lauren Fishburne. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And he, um, and he was he was essentially like COVID-19, like before... And he, and he was like a, a, a unknown vi- virus that in his whole thing was that he wanted to spread and create the next global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like, that's fucking cool story though. Like, and even the scenes from real life to the animation, everything that happened in real life that the guy put into his body had effects that happened inside yeah. um, Osmosis Osmosis' world. Even, um, always comes to mind is the, the, the long ass highway. I think that was the end of the, the, the ER, the end of the endoplastic reticulum mm. and it was actually a real highway because mm. that's like the highway of the cell okay. but they, the way they had it, it was cars and they were just going back and forth and and I, I thought that and, was cool and the heart the heart is um is city hall facts that was great i gotta rewatch this movie, this was this man. was a good one it had a, it had a had a great had a great soundtrack uh like it was like a cool smooth like r&b soundtrack that they had to oh, it um chris rock as osmosis jones was perfect in the role um yeah this was a good one uh the only thing i would say is like some of the Bill Murray stuff was gross out, like it was gross. Like he pulled the egg out of a monkey's mouth and then ate it, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. But then we see the real life comp. Like at the end of the movie, I really think he's gonna die when the virus is doing his shit to him. Yeah, not facts. Yeah, because he gets really that close. Yeah, yeah. the stakes this, are high this, in that this movie. movie has, yeah, this is a, this is a legit buddy cop movie comedy. This is lethal weapon inside a motherfucker's stomach. And his his partner was dead. The pill. Yeah, yeah, Drixenol. Yeah, that's great, yo. Who played the pill? Um, the pill was played by David Hyde Pierce. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. Like, and this movie, I credit it because it had a lot of heart. Like, I think there's a there's a part where Drix, like, the case is falling apart. It's that part of the movie before the climax. And Chris Rock gives this speech. And he's like, yo, man, 
I've seen Tylenols kill cancer. You know why? Because they can believe. And then, like, he, he motivates him into, like, joining the case back. He's like, have you really seen it? He's like, nah. But I thought it was cool to say. <laughs> 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 like, this this was a really good movie, man. Shout outs to, to Osmosis Jones. Osmosis. Next on the list, and this is actually my favorite movie on this list. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, man. Great comedy. Uh, first off, you can watch it on Netflix because it's always been there. And I, I, I watch it from time to time recently. Uh, very often, actually. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this is another movie we have spoken about quite a few times on this pod. Um, how do I explain it? It's basically a video game that's like live action. Yeah. Basically, Scott Pilgrim is the main character of, of the video game and the movie. And he just has like these power, these fucking weird powers. But like, it, it, he, he, he meets a new girl. First of all, he's, the girl, his initial, his initial girlfriend is like what, 16 years old. Seven. Yes. Knives? Knives? Yeah, Knives. Yeah, he's like six, 17 years old, uh, still in high school, whatever. Point being is that he finds a new girlfriend. In order to keep her as a girlfriend, he has to defeat her seven evil exes. Good. I, was, I thought you were going to say evil ex-boyfriends. I was going to correct you. That's what, yes. That's, I, a, yes, that's I, a recurring I, I, yes, joke in the movie. Yes, yes. Exes. Um, and it's... Wait, so you can be an ex without being an ex-boyfriend? Yes. That's the joke, because she had a... She a had girlfriend. A, a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And he's always saying, how many of your ex-boyfriends have to fight you the exes? And she always corrects him, and he doesn't know why she has to fight yeah. the girl one, one episode. Yeah. Um, but there's just so many, like, cool visual gags as far as, like... First of all, the editing is perfect for this movie. Yeah. I think this movie's obviously directed by... Um, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, who I think is the best he, at no, editing any movie. No one... I don't think anyone else could have made this movie. Because mm-hmm. I, look, I look at this movie, and I, and I see every part where it worked. And for every scene that I works, I could see it also failing and going south. But for some reason, it just works because Edgar Wright establishes what kind of movie this is going to be from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like when we hear the Universal theme music in eight bit and eight bit, yeah. like that's when I'm like, oh shit, this is that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so everything that you're going to see is just going to be like balls to the wall crazy. I love the part when he's like, "You were once a vegan." Now you will be gone. And he kicks, he kicks, which one calls that off? <laughs> what happens? No, he he throws me in his mouth yeah. or something like that? No, he, he, uh, he tricks him into drinking, um, uh, milk. Milk, yeah. yeah. Milk. Okay. Coffee with milk in it. And he told him that it was soy. And he's like, wait, I only slipped that one time. He's like, nah, you had a cheeseburger on this day. Yes, sir. Like, what? And shout outs to an amazing cast from obviously Michael Sarah to, um, Kieran and Culkin to, Anna Kendrick to to uh, I said Anna Kendrick already. Yes. Um, Arby Plaza to obviously Ramona Flowers, uh, Elizabeth Mary Elizabeth Winstead, mm-hmm. Chris Evans. This this movie just Jason a, Schwartzman. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman. This movie has a star studded cast. Yes, it's, it's crazy. Jason Schwartzman does a great job. I fucking hate him as, as the movie. He's a fucking douchebag. Yeah, yeah, he's the worst. Allison Pill. Like, there's a lot of fucking people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even so, like, like you said, the editing is the best part. It's like all the old, so all the old and, video games and yes. things like that. And also, like, obviously, I'm not a big like rock guy, but the indie rock music that they play is so authentic. Like, mm-hmm. it's legit, like songs. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, the hardest part when making a movie is like, all right, you're making a movie about a musician. You have to make the mu- music sound like it came from an actual musician. And it does. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's like, we are Sex Bob-omb! Don't tell day four! And it just start rocking out. Yeah, that whole battle of the band scene, that was something else. Oh, uh, yeah. Was, I, I wanted to move to Canada for a little bit. Nah. I was like, shit, look at <laughs> <laughs> Nah. Nah, nah. nah that, those look like a great like a great uh, group of people to hang out with. It looked cold as hell. It did look cold. Yeah, that's apartment. true. It, it was cold. Oh, it was cold. It was cold. And then, yo, and then he wakes up, and, and Keenan character wakes up, and then his boyfriend wakes up. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, turn off the light. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna lie, you probably saw his junk. <laughs> no, when they're at the thing and um, uh, Anna Kendrick is dating a new guy, and then Kenneth Culkin like looks at, gives him the look, and then she's like, "Where's my boyfriend?" Yeah. And then like, "Oh my god, again!" <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good movie, man. It is. Uh, yeah, and it's on Netflix, guys. So definitely get on that too. Absolutely. You know that scene where he throws the Amazon box behind his back and it goes into the trash? That yeah. was real. That was shot in camera. I'm sure it was. It took, it took, I'm not surprised by it. It took a million takes, and I and I saw it. I was like, nope, do it again, do it again, and you just kept doing it until you got it right. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, such a good movie. Yeah, great movie. Next on the list, another animated movie. Yeah. The Emperor's New Groove. You ruined my groove. Sorry. You ruined the Emperor's Groove. Is that the whole title? I feel like there's more to the title. No, it's the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, this is cool. Um, this was back when Disney was still making hand-drawn animated movies. Remember that? <laughs> David Spade playing the Emperor. Um, shout out to Arthur Kitt. For playing um, Kuzma, does yeah. does a fantastic job, and um, I forget my guy's name, but he used to be on Seinfeld. That play, and he voices he voices uh, Joe Swanson for playing Kronk. Oh, oh, um, oh, um, Patrick Wolburton. Yeah, Do, doing a fantastic job. Yes, yeah. he, yo, his his voice is hilarious. Yeah, anything he says is just uh, gold. I can't even do it. I can't even do no, it. No, I love the part where he goes up to the uh, to the squirrel and he's like, no, I, I know how to speak squirrel. Squeakity squeakins. <laughs> and, and, and the squirrel actually started talking back to him. Squeaky squeakin? Squeakity squeakin. Squeak squeak. And, was, and then it cuts it cuts back to Earth the Kid to, to Kuzma. And she's just looking at him and it's just going back and forth. That's actually really funny. Yeah. <laughs> squeaky Now that I think about it, yeah, that was a funny scene. <laughs> um. That's great. That's so funny. No, nah, this this is definitely one of my favorite Disney movies. I remember my mom took me to the theater to watch this for sure. Nah, I just remember he was moonwalking out of the tape in a park. Yeah, yeah. He moonwalks, mm-hmm. and then for some reason my parents were just like fixated. I was like, "Is he moonwalking?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. Moonwalking, and then the uh, wife was bad. Yeah, she was. She was a baddie. His wife was very pretty. Od. <laughs> but but all in all, it was a fantastic. It was one. It was an original story. It yeah. was fantastic, and um, I mean, you learn your life lessons in it too. I, and I, it's been so so long. I can't really um, remember the exact scenes or like or like. Exact it's been a minute. From yeah, it's, it's been, been such a minute. a minute. But I do know that this movie was just so mem- so memorable for me because I don't really care for not that I don't really care for Disney movies, but like growing up, I don't care for Disney movies as much as I did as a kid. But this is one I don't mind watching over again. Um, I do remember one scene, the scene where I well, I remember a lot of it. Um, but the scene, I, cause I think I've seen it recently. I might have seen it within like the last year or so. Um, the scene where they're in the restaurant and she's like, Kronk, go do something with yourself. And he ends up in the kitchen and he ends up like taking orders and he's mad nervous at yeah. first. And then somebody comes in and she's like, oh, can I get this? And, he's, and he comes out with this elaborate like nickname for the meal. And he's like, you got it. He, he He's a show stealer in this movie, definitely. Mm-hmm. Kronk is definitely hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. For sure. Next on the list, and I will say, Kai put me onto this movie. Mm-hmm. I will not deny that. I did? Yes, you did. Oh, dope. It was actually in LA the first time I we went. Okay, okay. Did we we watched it? Yes. Oh, okay. As a group. And I was like, this is hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. I love this movie. No. It was a group of people. It doesn't matter. Yes, we did watch it together. Actually, how about that? Yes, we did. We did watch it together. I didn't see you feeling wild sense of it. Why are you saying that? You're right. You know, you watched it together. You're right. It's the implication. We know what he was implying. I wasn't implying anything. Okay. Anyway. The movie's called Game Night. I love this movie. This movie's... A, I, you know what? I, when I first like saw the commercials, I'm like... Yeah. Regular ass comedy. And I, I'm not a big comedy guy anyway. This movie's fucking me, funny, bro. Me and my girlfriend actually saw this on like a... Just on some like 
random shit. I forgot I forgot what we were doing, but I think we were bored and we just decided to go to the movies that day. And we were we went to the Limbrook one, the one that had the assigned seating. And we actually had to sit separately because there were no seats. Like there were two seats available. One oh, that was, sucks. Yeah, but one, so one was ahead of us and one was in back. Wow. So the whole day I'm like, yo, babe, pass me the popcorn. And she's like, what? Pass me the popcorn. So like, shut the fuck up. That blows. Yeah, but this movie is fucking hilarious, starring um, wow, why am I drawing a blank? Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Rachel McAdams. McAdams. Yes. Um, oh boy, Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. Kyle Chandler. And we get a, uh, not even a cameo, but uh, who else is in this movie? Jeffrey Wright. Michael C. Hall as well. Michael C. Hall. From uh, from uh, Dexter. Mm-hmm. Not a, yeah. This, this was a, fun, once again, this is one of those movies that's just like, it's just downright fun to watch. You know what I also kind of get vibes from, or I got, give me the vibes? Um, ooh, I'm drawing a blank. Knives Out. I get a very, I think they're very similar in their, in their tone and just like the way they like, tell like it's just just its premise like all right we're gonna set up this fun we have this really fun premise for you and you're just gonna like figure it out they're very they're very i'm familiar. not gonna say i disagree with you but i don't see it yet they're very familiar just watch them back to back Maybe to i back. gotta do that yeah okay but i follow i got you yeah but basically this movie is about a group that signed up for this high stakes uh game night and they think it's and they basically think it's a game and it's set up by kyle Chandler's character that someone's gonna come in and kidnap him and they're gonna have to find out where he is Turns out that someone actually com- for real comes in and kidnaps him, mm-hmm. but they still think they're playing a game and they have to solve it in order to win, but also save his life. Yeah, that's great. Um, I didn't I didn't know Rachel McAdams could be this funny. Like I've seen her obviously in Mean Girls, which like she's more of a bitch. She's not really like funny funny. Right. Um, but like her comedic timing in this, we know Jason Bateman was funny because he's been in horrible bosses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just every character. Um, I forget my man's name, but the guy that plays Winston in in New Girl, he's also in Woke. Uh, he won't let it go that his girlfriend uh, slept with somebody while they were broken up, and she thinks he slept with um, Denzel Washington, and it <laughs> wow. wasn't. And he does this perfect uh, Denzel Washington impression, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's just a great movie about a group of friends that end up like entering the criminal underworld by mistake mm-hmm. and treating it how I feel like a lot of us would treat it. Like if we thought it was all like if we if we stumbled into some like fucking drug lord's house where they were doing underground fight clubs. And we thought it was a joke. We'd be talking so much shit. Like, it wouldn't even be funny. But then also, like, this movie has a lot of pop culture references. Like, I love this scene when they walk into the bar and they have the gun. And he's like, ah, uh, talking, I'll execute any one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> and he's like, Pulp Fiction. That's Pulp Fiction. She's like, come on. Oh, my God. This gun is so heavy. It feels so real. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, Jesse Plemons is funny in this movie, too. Bro. As the cop. Yes. He's, he's so fucking hilarious. Creepy. Yes. Now, I love this scene when they're in his house and, he, and Jason Bateman's bleeding through his shirt mm-hmm. and the dog comes in and just rubs itself in all the blood. He's like, no, no, no. And he just, he's trying to clean it off. He cleans it off with his wife's shirt. Yes. That left him. <laughs> and he's not over it. He said, you guys, uh, you guys having a game night? He's like, no, no, no. It's a lot of chips. It's a lot of chips. It's beer, too. He's like, no, no, no. We're just doing something else. Okay. He just he just stands there. He's a, you have to see it to like yeah. understand. But it, it, it's a, have you ever seen Game Night? No. You should watch it, man. It's, it's funny. It's a fun one. I'm gonna check it out. It's, it looks like I love when um Rachel McAdams kills that dude and she's like, yes. Oh no, he yeah. died. Oh no, he died. <laughs> yeah, this is a great one. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. Next on the list, Project X. Yeah, this was a this this movie felt like a moment in time. I remember I remember when this came out. Uh. I think I went to the movies with Naeem. Me and Naeem, I saw this. This 
don't know if Steph, I, don't, I can't remember if Steph was there. But, Who cares um, about Steph? Man? <laughs> Come on, man. Man's building our social platform and it disappeared. <laughs> Kids a bozo, man. OD. <laughs> nah. Got our fans hyped for nothing. That's a fact. <laughs> we had a video in a year. <laughs> I love you guys through the videos. Good, that was the last one you were getting. <laughs> but anyway, cherish uh, it. Project X was the greatest party that we will never go to. This was back in college, where it was like that was when I was really getting into partying, and I was like, hmm, what kind of party would I really want to go to? Like, and this party like just had everything in a shot, and in a shot and found footage style, and it's like. It's the greatest party that will never happen because it results in a riot and houses being burned down and even though the movie doesn't say it, people died. Like there were there were definitely multiple deaths. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. People for definitely sure. died, yeah. <laughs> but up until that, this shit was fucking lit. Was and lit. it's and I think it this deserves to be on an underrated comedies list just for the sole fact that like while it might not have like that many like drop drop dead funny jokes. It's just a fun movie to like live in, like to just get lost in mm-hmm. for like ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Like you, like at no point do you ever want to like get up and go right. to the bathroom or anything because like that's the equivalent of getting up and leaving the be- the greatest party you've ever been to. And then no, nah, you you told her right, even from the beginning, you know when you're following a character, it's okay. You see one, it's so and so's birthday. You see one recording the whole day. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we got to get drugs. And then you're like, okay, how do we get drugs? And then they, they meet the drug dealer. They, they steal from him. They end up taking the wrong. They take his gnome and gnome, his gnome yeah, is even yeah, harder yeah, drugs. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, what the fuck is gonna happen next? And, What's um, gonna happen next? What's and Miles Teller's the cool guy. Yeah, facts. And then um. No, you're totally right. Now nah, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yo, it just gets funnier and funnier. Even the scene with the security, where it was the two short, short little kids, yeah, 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 yeah. And the bouncers, and it was it, it was his little brother, and he, yeah. he wasn't letting him in. He's like, I... <laughs> and then the kid and the the, the grown ass dude knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, when shit starts getting crazy, but yo, yeah, this is like this is like a f- the fantasy party that my. 18, 19 year old self would have wanted because like you had the you had girls at the pool you had drinking you, you had, had music this party's lit and it yeah. was like each room was something different yeah each room was and that was always that's always like those have always been my favorite party where it's like mm-hmm. if you didn't want to dance or if you don't want to play beer pong or whatever you could just go in this room vibe out to the music or whatever like, Facts. it'll be a whole different song this is like alright this is for the people that love this rap is about, yeah, yeah this is the vibe out room Facts. if you want to smoke you go to this room those were oh they playing 2k in there yeah they, they, they playing video games in this room those were always like, and rarely did they ever happen, but like on a good night, you might catch like a party that was obviously on a way smaller scale. Oh, like, yo, that was like Penn State every day. Like, oh, sound like I should have went there. But, um, <laughs> Mondays through Fridays. Nah, I can't party, I can't party Fridays. There was, a, there was a party every day. That's crazy. Every day. I can't party on no, on no Tuesday. Every day there was something you can get into. Tuesdays, Thursday, Thursdays, lit. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah dropout race must have been crazy. Yeah, well, it was some- <laughs> Goodness gracious. Dropout race is crazy. Our, our freshman year, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of a lot of people didn't come back mm-hmm. and a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people got them letters yeah, for my, academic probation. Yep, that was my school too. A lot of people you didn't see that. Yo, my school was like Game of Thrones, bro. You might not make it to next season. That's a fact. You don't get bro. the grades right. That's a but yeah, man. Um, shout out to Project X, and not shout outs to all those idiots that thought that this that they could actually create a real party. And I used to get Facebook invites like Project X party. Right? No. Every, every like, shut up. Every party for the next six months was called a Project X party. Yeah, yeah. That shit was annoying. It never lived up to the hype. No, never. Never. <laughs> I was like, unless you got a house in fucking old Brookville, you're you're gonna get the cops called on you. Right. You have to have a man. You literally have to have a mansion somewhere like in a, in an in an estate to not get the cops called on you. You fact. have neighbors. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna if they throw a party like that across the street from me and I'm trying to sleep, 
I'm calling the cops too. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, you know who I felt bad for? You know who I felt bad for in that movie? Remember the neighbor? He's like, yo, I have a daughter. Can you stop? And they like punch him. They like knock him out. They fuck him up. I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's when they go to his crib, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he had like he was literally had like a like a like a newborn daughter. <laughs> they just knock him out. Maybe that's the 27 year old adult in me, but. <laughs> I man got the clean birds on. <laughs> yeah, Yo! So, yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. But shout out to Project X. Yeah, man, it was a solid movie, man. Yeah. A uh, very movie of its time, too. Next on the list, Chef. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Um, I was surprised when I was looking at movies that it was a comedy, to be honest with you. But um, when I think about it, it, it is pretty funny. It's, it stars um, John Farrell. He's a chef at a prestigious um, long, uh, L.A restaurant and basically he's conflicting with the owner that um he wants to cook his original food but the owner wants to cook you know what sells and it's pretty mundane so um a food critic comes in he tastes the mundane menu and he goes on twitter saying that john favreau can't cook he'd rather um be served by a blind monkey than john jesus and um yeah it just gets crazy so a big (laughs) john thinks he's dming him but he's not and he's calling him out in front of Twitter, in front of the, the whole world. And, like, they're cursing up a storm. It, it just gets crazier and crazier. So John tells him, come back tomorrow, and I'm going to cook you something even better. He comes back tomorrow, but the manager says, hey, look, um, more people are coming here more than ever. It's sold out, cooked the original menu. John's like, what the fuck? They're yeah. coming for me. But John ends, ends up quitting because he, he can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. So... This inspires him to um to kind of just open up his own, do his own thing, and open up his um food truck, mm-hmm. go around the country, um and just go into different spots with his son and um his um sous chef and just yo know, just cooking the food that um he loves to cook. And now that I think about it, with Robert Downey Jr. in this movie was really funny because he gets his food truck from Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. happens to be I think he's his um I think he's. Rob Dunn Jr. Is, is like a was in a was in a relationship with um, John Favreau's ex wife in the movie. So mm-hmm. I mind you, so so imagine you sucking up access something from somebody when you know this dude still has feelings for your wife, yeah. and he still has all that in the window coming at you, and he's like, yo, what the fuck? So mm-hmm. that scene was funny in itself. Mm-hmm. But um, yo, it's it's really a great movie, and it's a real heart heart um heartfelt movie too. It's definitely a great movie for families. Okay. I've heard a lot of good things about this movie too. Yeah. And we got a. Uh... Four MCU people in here. We got John Favreau, Robert Downey Jr., and oh, Scarlett Johansson. Three. That's a fact. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Two of them are dead. I mean, MJ. In the universe. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, in the universe. Rest in, in peace. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Tony Stark. And uh, Natasha. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> disrespect. Oh, dude. I told you I've never I've never the bi- the biggest fan of Black Widow. I know because she's a woman. Stop doing that, bro. <laughs> Just because she has estrogen in her body, she gives you a right to hate her? I, I do not hate her. <laughs> that's your rough. That's I, do, I like Captain Marvel a lot. I like Captain Marvel more than like Black Widow. So what you're trying to say is just because she has the one. same sex as you, she deserves to get paid less than you. What? Whoa. Wait, what? That's what you just said. No, I didn't. She actually gets paid a lot more than him. Yeah, like about times 50, whatever the number is. Million. Yeah, well, don't disrespect my salary like that. (laughs) Don't disrespect my salary like that. 50 million. Nah. Um, That's the salary? It's like times 50 then. I bet. Oh, you you lit. You said times a million. That's foul. It's like I make a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) I make two dollars a year. (laughs) That's after taxes? No, bro. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> are we are we next on the list, bro? Yeah. And last yeah, but not least, actually, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. 
I appreciate this movie only because like now I call like either either bozo cops or Paul Blart or or, 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 Paul Blart. or stupid security guards as Paul Blart. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, the, the Renacops. I remember yeah, Renacops. I remember one time I was I had the, I was uh, doing one of the Thanksgiving morning games, uh-huh. and we were playing whatever. Like in the middle of the game, some security guard came by, like knocking the door. We let him in, and like I had some ignorant ass like teammates. So, so this it was an older it was an older security guard. Was, yo, you guys can't be here. So I'm trying to be like Mr. Politician. Like, yo, sir, but you know we got permission to be here because to him it looks like a bunch like 15 kids broke into Hastings and started yeah. playing ball. So yeah. I understood where he was coming from. And I was like, yo, sir, you know with all due respect, like I can give you this number, this number. They could all confirm that like we're good to be here. We're only gonna be here for like another hour or two. Like I promise, like yeah. it's all good money. And then my friend who would go unnamed goes, you get the fuck out of here, Paul Blart. <laughs> And it was funny because it was a fat white guy. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, shut up, bro. I'm trying to get this thing sorted can, out. Can I guess which friend it was? Nah, because you don't know. Oh, okay. You literally don't know. Oh, okay. I'll tell you off air, though. Okay, okay. Um, but it was, it was, I felt so bad for the dude. But yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> story. That's OD. It was, I, I almost laughed, but I was like, all right, nah, I got to I gotta keep the straight face here. I'm like, no, sir, he's an idiot. <laughs> Trust me. He was only trying to he say He had diabetes thing. in this movie, too. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He has diabetes. He has diabetes. That's a fact. That's 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 good. That's good. Uh, inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Nah, it, 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 it does. Uh, it's a big factor in the movie too. Yeah, because at one point, like he's his blood sugar is low, and he has to eat like the, the lollipop off the ground. Yeah, fast, <laughs> or he faints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make fun of him. He's like, Paul, you think you're gonna be a cop? You can't even. And he has a do- he has a daughter, right? Yeah, he has a daughter. Yeah, and um, he wants to try. And no, he didn't want to try. He did um sign up to be a cop, and they wouldn't take him. Cause you know he's a loser. He's fat. You know, he's fat. Yeah, I think they made a joke about. Come on, what cops are fat? Nah, but you, you're not fat when you get in there, though. You fat. You you get fat as time progresses. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking about. It. I'm like, I've been seeing some of these fat ass cops. I'm just like, how'd you get in? <laughs> this fact. You're right. <laughs> you know you ain't run that mile. Yeah, I'm like, I know you did not run that seven minute mile, boy. No, you didn't do that. That shit was 20, 2025. You didn't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, but um, but even though you know he he is a, um he's a overweight. Um, Mall cop, but he does still save the day, and yo, he, he does. does. That's a fact. He That's does. And and honestly, the movie is hilarious. From um, from the cell phone he has, he has some little girl cell phone. So the whole time he has his pink flip phone, yeah, <laughs> running around the mall, and then um, the, the the girl's boyfriend is calling him shirtless, like, oh, like what did you do with my girl? You sleeping with her? Like what's going on? They building a relationship over the phone, like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, and then um. And then the SWAT comes in, and the SWAT guy's like, yo, I went to school with Paul. He's a loser. <laughs> so my man Paul is just getting dumped on every avenue. Like, even when the bad guys come to him, it's nothing but fat jokes. Where you go? <laughs> like, it's, 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 fucking, yo, it's fucking crazy. I was watching something on the internet, and it was like, why doesn't America care about fat men? <laughs> it's like, yo, our society does not care about <laughs> Serious, and it's like yo, our society does not care about fat men whatsoever. Because like, people, like, people like, think it's a choice. Well, no, they were saying like fat shaming, like the idea of fat shaming is only a thing when it applies to women. It's like oh, you, like, you, like you can't like. There's no such thing as fat shaming a man. Like if you tell the dude he's fat, he's just like fuck you, right? <laughs> he either like gets defensive about it, or, or he like, don't cut your ass. Yeah, or or it's just like fuck you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's almost like like armor to them. Yeah, I feel like fat people they have to be funny. One of my men said that. He said, if you're fat and you're not funny, you're a bozo. 
What's your purpose? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, like what's going on? Here? Nah, because it's true. But nah, if you fat, you constantly get made fun of as a kid. So like, you need ammunition. Yeah, you need yeah. ammunition. You gotta be most fat people I know are pretty funny. Yeah, they are pretty funny. Cause they have to be. Cause you have, or else you have nothing else to offer. Or they're very, like they're either real, they're, they're either good restaurants <laughs> to eat at. That's fucked up. So what That's not a fact. Listen, let me ask you a question. If you're in a rest, if you if you if you're, if you're, if you're <laughs> looking for a place to eat, and if you see. Somebody that was like in shape. Somebody we know. Is he something? Nah, I ain't gonna do it. I'm not doing that. Somebody's in shape and someone's three hundred pounds. Where you gonna ask? The, who you gonna ask to go eat at? Ralph, you're not gonna like this because I come to you for restaurants. Wow, am I that fat, bro? Am no, I three hundred pounds? That's different though. I'm a foodie. That's different. I like I like food. I'm not wrong with that. I'm like yo, what's Ralph uh, around two uh, eighty? Wow. Wow. You violated me. I'm not even that big. I'm not even that big. That's crazy. I know you're 280s. 5'9 and 280s. Imagine Ralph. Imagine Ralph coming to the house. Imagine Ralph coming to the house on one of them scooters. (laughs) With the cart. (laughs) With the rent. (laughs) Gosh, just wait. Yo, 280 at 5'9". <laughs> Got the ham hock shoulders. It's a disgusting sight, bro. I'm joking. I'll take a breath of the room. That's funny. <laughs> you come to me. That's fine, because I like food. I'm okay. I can admit that. No, you've also given me great restaurant recommendations. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. Oh, that's hilarious, man. But yeah, America doesn't care about fat people. No, they don't. Fat men. Fat men. Oh, yeah. Fat men. Fat men. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, 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 I mean... I don't want to speak for him, but I've... Also, don't feel like they need to be spoken for. I don't like. I, I feel like most fat men don't give a fuck. After a certain age, if you fat, you just don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It is what it is. Like if you're in your twenties, I'm sure you're self conscious about it to an extent. And even then, some people are just you know some uh, uh, husky people, heavy set people are cool with it. Yeah, you make it work for you. Yeah. What's, the, what's the fat man's worst enemy? Um, heart disease. I don't know. I was gonna say Michelle Obama. No, that's her. That's their best friend if they recognize it. <laughs> no, I see what he's saying. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Run, broccoli, <laughs> celery, healthy food. No more soda in school. No, that's free. We were never allowed to get the soda in school, right? When we were in middle school. Nah, there was a shit ton of juice. There was snapples, but there no, no, because I remember there was a free, there was a freezer with soda, but you had to be a teacher or a faculty member to, to get it. Yeah. Like they wouldn't sell it to you. If you I, tried to... I was never that big of a soda person. Anyway. I, I remember that though. Yeah, I'll, I'll take down a, a whole gallon of juice though. <laughs> same. I mind you, that's me to this day. Like, but what? it's funny because mind you, they selling a snapple with the same amount of sugar content. Sometimes even more, if not more. Yeah, not more. School's legit. And then giving us fucking fried fried food every day. White Castle on Tuesdays. Fam, you could have ate fried food. Wednesday. You could have ate fried food if you wanted to every single day. Nah, I'm, I'm not going... I mean... My 26 on Friday. My, my, my first my first month of middle school, I got constipated. Because I kept eating like nachos and fried food and shit. Oh, like, I because, wanna, yeah. Because I it was like... Because us going from elementary school to middle school, it's like, oh shit, we got all this shit right here. It's a fact. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. yeah. And in high school, it was worse. When we got the off-campus shit, fam, checkers... Because yes. that, that checkers went up our freshman year. Like, it wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We had checkers, Subway, the pe- two remember, pizza remember shops. Remember when the buffet was $5, though? Yes. Every, every Friday, I used to go there. My boys. Boy, that's a fact. That shit was crazy. I used to go on a Friday, pig out, oh, show up late to my next we, class. Late. Sleepy and late. We, what? We're we, we going to talk about some uh, some buffet stories 
when we get off the pod. I'm, not gonna, tell, I'm not gonna tell him here, but when we yeah. stop recording, we're gonna bring up some old Buffet stories. Fair enough. Fair what? enough. But uh, yeah, man, Paul Blart. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin James. And you know what? I watched this movie only because I really like King of Queens. Yeah, I like, I like King of Queens. I King of Queens too. I, yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm a Kevin James fan. I like Kevin James. I, don't I like, think he's funny. In I don't, stuff. Yeah, I don't like. Um, I don't like everything he's in, but I think he's good. Well, what's the movie with him and Adam Sandler? Oh, the the um, oh boy, wow! I'm drawing a blank. They made a sequel to it. Oh, they did. Oh no, they were in a bunch of there was there was um. Uh, I now sure. pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, that that was hilarious. That's oh, hilarious. I think about the they other did. one. That, with Chris Rock. That should low key be on the list. You think no? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I think that was a really successful movie, if not controversial. It probably was successful. That's a fucking hilarious movie, yeah. though. Um, I've never seen it. But, uh, now nah, the other one with Curry. David Spade and Chris Rock in it, too. Um, Grown Ups. Grown Ups, yes. Okay, yeah. Grown Ups. The first one was too. fire. The second one was, was wild. Yeah, I like the first one. I never seen them. The, Actually, I think I've seen the first one. The first one was really funny. Yeah, eh, I'm good on it. I want to get chocolate wasted. That's the. the that's such a, a used joke, though. Yeah, like, that is. was so played out. Even in the commercial itself, it was so played out. Yeah. It was funny, though. You know what I always I never understood? Why Pete... Like, all right, so let's take that joke, for instance, right? I want to get chocolate wasted. That was in the commercial. That's in every trailer that the movie ever came out in. You know that joke is coming, right? Why do you laugh when you hear it? When you're in a theater and that joke hits and everyone starts laughing, it's like, yo, fam, y'all knew this joke was coming. Like, that's it was what, in the trailer. You know, But you know when we were talking about, like, the theater experience? I was saying that's one of the things that annoys yeah. me about a theater experience. There's times where it's great, like in Avengers Endgame and shit, when mm-hmm. it's the crowd pleasing, oh, shit, we didn't know this moment was coming. But then there's those in-between moments where it's like, all right, one, the joke's not that funny. You guys are just laughing because you feel like you have to. Mm. You guys look around and start clapping to feel it, see if anyone's going to clap at. It, that's one of them. It's just like, shut up. It's true. That sometimes pisses me off. It's like, you know this joke's coming. Why are you laughing so hard? You know what happened. Yeah. You heard, this, you heard this joke three months ago. Well, and that's why I think movie trailers for, I think the hardest movies to make trailers for, in my opinion, would be comedies and horrors. Cause how do you get the how do you capture the essence that a movie's gonna be funny without, without giving, it giving it away? Unless your movie's gonna have wall to wall jokes and you just are only scratching the surface. Mm. Cause I'd be mad if you use my like if I'm a writer and I wrote the funniest joke in that movie and you put it in the trailer, I'm pissed. Yeah, I'd be tight too. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd be tight. Unless it made a billion dollars, then I'd be like, yeah, I'd be, yeah. get over it. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Now that, now that you brought up a good point, mm-hmm. imagine COVID happened a year early. And we had to see Endgame at home, or on Disney Plus, some shit like that. that or if it got delayed for for a year, that would suck. That I mean, I would probably be feeling how I'm feeling about the Batman right now. But we're, you know, like I. Nah, you can't you can't compare the Batman to the Endgame. And That's two different things. I would I would probably be pissed one because the last movie was on a cliffhanger. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, where Batman is just like a fresh like star, and plus we haven't had a good Batman since 2012. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be pissed. I don't think I'd, I'd probably, yeah, I think I'd just be pissed off a lot. Yeah. Frustrated. I mean, it's no one's fault, but I'd be frustrated. I'd be mad. I would still tell Kevin Feige, Leo, bro, just release it. <laughs> but you know, it's that, what would also suck is I feel like watching that on Disney Plus would suck because it's I've been getting, same. yeah, I've been getting, and I got Infinity War in theaters. Like, I want to finish this off in theaters. Yeah. That's why, like, right now, it's like, even, for example, Batman or even if we had to get like No Time to Die or whatever it's just like I've seen enough of these in I'm okay like but for me to like give me a two part story and then give me this second part on DVD I feel like the fucking Diversion series or some shit that's true 
And I also feel like there's a lot of crowd pleasing moments in yeah. in these movies where like you don't get that experience at home. Yeah, and it's, yeah, there's a and there's a lot of movies that I wish I would have seen in theaters. Um, what I was thinking about, um, another comedy, but Kick Ass. I would have loved to see Kick Ass in theaters just for the scene where Hit Girl saves them at the last moment mm-hmm. and she's killing all the dudes in the dark. That's a fantastic. And I remember just being hyped at home. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine what I would have felt in a theater with other people. Yeah, that's a fact. So. Um, Oh, when when theaters come back, man, I, I'm 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 there. I'm like, we out. I mean, theaters technically are back. So yeah, but it, you, you know what I mean when the when the blockbusters are are rolling in. Yo, you got a Godzilla vs King Kong? Come no, on, no man. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, anyways, that was the last one on our list. So with that being said, guys, yes, sir. great job. All right, G. Without further ado, sir, please, our favorite segment of the day. Or every episode, rather, put us on. Sorry. Oh man, oh man. Um, I'm I'm just putting myself on actually. Um, <laughs> okay, this that's is a, crazy. That's a first. I, I just found something crazy that just made my night. But um, I wanted to put you guys on an album. Um, it's an album I grew up with. Um, this this week I, I don't know what what got into me. You know, I usually don't shuffle my songs. I've been on like a playlist kind of vibe now but someone told me to do a random shuffle and i'm listening to some songs back from my childhood and i'm an album came out and the name of the album is called felt two um felt two a tribute to lisa bonet um felt is the name of a rap group from la mers one of my favorite old-time rappers and a guy called slug they come together and basically every time they drop an album they tribute it to an la or um an la actress so one was um Rosie, one was for Rosie Perez, mm-hmm. one was for Lisa Bonet, and another one was for Chris, um, Christina Ritchie. Yeah. But um, felt to a tribute to Lisa Bonet basically highlighted why I like Murr so much as an artist. I think he's is one of the best storytellers in the rap game, especially growing up. Um, I feel like me being from New York and listening to his lyrics, it was just like, all right, I've been in L.A. my whole life. I know exactly what's going on. I know exactly how to move, just based off the music. And um, Felt 2 basically just captures Murr's eccentric side where he's just full of life. There's songs like Look Life, Life Vegas. Basically, he's just talking about um, just calling your friends, you know, calling friends, calling them up, like, yo, let's go to Vegas, like, if we would go to the city, you know, for a night or something like yeah. that. So, you know, and he's just explaining, you know, just life in Vegas from, you know, there's prostitutes, there's gambling, there's dancing and all of that, and like it's just it. like, you know, it, it, it's cool, and even, and you can feel his energy in the song, because before the song even ends, he's like, you know what, I gotta stop what the fuck I'm doing, and go to Vegas right the fuck now, so it's just like, alright, I gotta go to Vegas one day. Mm-hmm. But he also has, um, very, very, um, hard, Heartful songs like Morris Day, Dirty Girl, and Marvin Gaye. And um, it's just like one song is very heartful. Another one is eccentric. It, it just hits you back to back to back. And it's it, it was something growing up where um, I like music. I like music because it was different. I like anything that wasn't going to be on the radio. So this really stood out to me. And it's um, definitely a very beautiful project. And, um, I mean, the music honestly speaks for itself. You know, like, like I said... Um, it's it's eccentric and it's soulful. You know, those are the those are the only two words I can really describe it to you. And um, I don't really want to talk too too much because um, I don't I don't really I don't I don't want to ruin this review. But one thing I do like about it is the skits. So basically, in the skits, you know, it's it's two skits. Um, he's talking to two different girls while in the studio, and then you're just like you know you're just. You know, just being a player. And I'm like, all right, this is probably why I got it from growing up. You know, like listening to music. And, you know, not do you how you do. So, you know, if you want to, you know, you want to take a peek in my childhood, I suggest you listen to Felt 2, a tribute to Lisa Bonet by the group Felt, F-E-L-T. 
Very nice. I like it. We should go to Vegas one day, man. No, we, we should. What do you think about that, Kyle? I don't really gamble. I don't gamble at all. I, I don't yeah, gamble either, but that's... I, but for the food, the food is amazing. Yeah, that's one. There's okay. other things to do in Vegas, too. You don't have to just gamble. Okay. And I feel like if you're in Vegas, you're going to gamble at some point anyway. Yeah, no, 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 I mean, I'm not going to gamble too crazy. Get a little flutter. Yeah, it's been like $100. Yeah, I was going to say that. Do some blackjack, simple shit. You know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy. We can start with Atlantic City. It's right there. Look how people in Atlantic City. I didn't ask all that. I'm just saying we could start with Atlantic City. No, but I'm saying I have people in Atlantic City. You got people? Yeah. What kind of people? My friends. Oh, uh, just you had like real people. What are they, fucking dolls? You don't have real friends is what we're trying nah, to say. Nah, they, they, they fosters home from missionary friends. Wow. Is that in Atlantic City? Yeah. Yeah. It takes place in Atlantic City. It really did take place in Jersey. Did it? I mean... Didn't that home look crummy? <laughs> <laughs> and that is how you pull off a successful joke. That was good. That was actually really good. That was okay. an underrated joke you got. I'm trying my best. Um, is there anything we want to say to people before we get out of here? No. Um, the Batman production's about to wrap up production. And it's been an entire... I've always been in production for an entire Forever. year. Forever. For a whole year. Yeah. That's crazy. Most movies are in production for like three months. <laughs> y'all know Robert Pattinson itchy. He's like, y'all never want to do this again. <laughs> He's like, yo, that's the only way I think getting. <laughs> I'll take me back to a Christopher Nolan movie, man. <laughs> that's a fact. Yo, Chris, where you at? Chris, where are you at, sir? We make a Tenet 2 or no? Chris, you would never do this to me. You don't want Tenet 2? No, I don't. Oh, wow. I was just watching Tenet the other day. That's, that's what I'm asking you. And I just... You're good off of it. It's, yeah, I'm good. It's not for me, man. I feel the same. I like it. I like, I like the it more. Con- I like the overall concept, but I don't have the urge to watch it. Yo, but you don't find that it's boring? No, I watched... No. Actually, it, it gets good when he has to go through the turnstile, like like when, when Kenneth Branagh, uh, the car chase scene, like that whole thing yeah. when he has to go through the turnstile. No, I, I actually. But prior to that, I actually, I actually like it, um, because I think Christopher Nolan is very good at filming espionage, mm-hmm. which is why I think he needs to do a James Bond movie. Um, but no, yeah, I think it's interesting. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I watched it for a third time. The only thing that distracts me, I found me, it boring. And the only thing that distracts me, which it shouldn't, I feel like everyone in the movie is taller than John David Washington, and just as a protagonist, that's just weird to me. Mm. Like literally everyone. Like Neil is taller. The woman is the woman Elizabeth DeBlecky is like six two. Yeah, she's big. She's tall. She's not big. She's tall. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, Sator is shorter. Like, they're, but they're like they they come off as little men in this movie. They do. And I just think it's funny, like for a protagonist to like look small. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know. It, the movie has its problem, and it's fucking convoluted. This shit. It's just boring, bro. I like the opening scene. though. The opening scene's cool. I don't. I still don't understand what's happening. I mean, uh, I don't know. Tell me. T- explain to me what's happening. He work. Well, he works for the CIA, secret organization yeah. that I, I guess a separate branch of the CIA. We can also have this conversation off air. Like we've talked about tennis. Yes, we can have it on it off air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so wrap this up and then we can continue talking about tennis. And on that note, Streetlights just came on. Now once again, thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please do not forget to rate and subscribe to us. Now if you'd like to leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us us. Wow, why did I say it like that? I don't know. Email us at stupidkidspod at gmail.com. Now I am Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's Daniel Chung. Who is that? Who is that? I just made that one up. And or it's G. And we'll see you on the stoop next week. Peace. Hey,
yeah, that's good. And my vocals a little bit. Put the other bass line. I be hating sucker MCs and the sucker niggas. Posing like they hard when we know they damn card. What you figure? Round wise, I do the figure eight so concisely. Musically, we are the herbs, so sit back and like me. Inhale. My style is kind of fat, reminiscent of a whale. Young girls' desires for the females' dreams. I'll be the abstract poetic representing for queens. Socially, I'm not a name. Black and white got game. If you came to the jam, well, I'm glad you came. See, nigga first was used back in the deep south. Falling out between the dome of the white man's mouth. It means that we will never grow. You know the word, dummy. Upper niggas in the community think it's crummy. But I don't. Neither does the youth, cause we am. Race adversity, it goes right with the race And being that we use it as a term of endearment Niggas start to bug to the domas where the fear went Now the little shorty say it all of the time And a whole bunch of niggas throw the word in a rhyme Yo, I start to flinch as I try not to say it But my lips is like a oop as I start to spray it My lips is like a oop as I start to spray it My lips is like a oop as I start to spray it The sucker nigga Nigga, nigga I throw the sucker in the front For the ones that